Now, we're still hearing about um, roads that are a little dodgy with uh, ice and the like, and I'm hearing that the Temple Tui Road heading for Johnstown is uh, pretty bad uh, uh, in that area as well. Um, and one more just on the party girl. Uh, Fran, I don't think she should leave her job over what happened at the party, and I don't think that she's a tramp. But I do think she needs to be careful when she's drinking if she behaves like that. If she has nobody to look out for, excuse me, if she's putting herself in a vulnerable, vulnerable position when she's drunk. But on the flip side, Fran, if that was a man who was flashing a female colleague or employee and kissing female employees would it be a laugh then or would it be reported to his bosses or the guards for sexual assault now that's that's food for thought is it not 1800-938-007. Now, at a lengthy meeting of Midwest Hospital Campaign team volunteers this week, the details were finalised for a mass protest about what, as they see it, has been inflicted upon the people of the region by the failed and discredited reconfiguration of our hospitals and emergency departments. Now, the Nina Needs Its A&E campaign is inviting anybody who can possibly be there to join the protest this coming Saturday, starting at the City Hall in Limerick. And to talk to me about this, glad to be joined by Conor Reedy and Tanya DeVito. Good morning to you both, and thank you for coming on with us morning, today. Morning, friend. Morning, friend. Tanya, can I can I start with you first of all? This uh, protest, you're looking for as many people as possible to be part of this. Yeah, we're looking for um, every single one who can walk or crawl um, or push a buggy uh, to come into Limerick on Saturday. Um, it's starting at eleven o'clock at the Merchant's Key, outside the old courthouse, uh, going down through Limerick and coming back up to Arthur's Key. And there'll be uh, speakers. Uh, the the, the organiser of the protester, uh, Mike Daly, will be speaking and there'll also be speakers from the Midwest Hospital campaign, including our very own uh, Conor Reedy. He'll be there talking as well. So we want everyone to come. Very good. And Connor with us as well. Connor, good morning to you. Hi, um, Fran. How are you? I'm just wondering, Connor, has the. I mean, in my introduction, I spoke about the reconfiguration there and about how the fact it just hasn't worked. But the powers that be, have they acknowledged that yet, Connor? Well, one of the powers, powers that be acknowledged it to you last year, Fran, um, the Minister for Health, Stephen yeah. Donnelly, when yeah. you asked him that very question and. His famous words were, and we all picked up on them at the time, it clearly hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. And that was a momentous uh, milestone in this whole thing. Since Christmas, since the collapse of the Centre of Excellence in UHL and Dura Doyle, you have a number of fairly high-profile consultants, both from the Midwest region, but also elsewhere in the country, who have come out and said that very same thing, that things were not put in place in 2009, that the roots of everything that the people of the Midwest, our families, our friends, our elderly and our children have been put through in the last uh, 13, 14 years, all of that has its roots in what was done in and around the period of 2009 to 2011 that changed those changes that were put in place without any preparation um what we have to remember is that we were told by the experts at the time the so-called experts at the time that um we 
that Nina was unsafe, that Ennis was unsafe, St. John's was unsafe to continue certain uh, medical practices and to continue emergency department treatments and so forth. And maybe that was assessed to be the way at the time and the only answer was in reconfiguration. Um, And guess what, Fran, what we've discovered is, and, and some of them have kind of not come out and admitted, but the experts got it wrong, Fran. Mm. Yeah. They got it, and I don't often say that. I I would yeah. be. We far were sold from, a pup. I we think, were sold. That's the thing. Yeah. I would be far from someone to say, "Oh, don't believe science, don't believe experts." I'm an expert in my area, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. other people are experts in theirs. Theirs, but Fran, they got it wrong, and they instead of preparing UHL and doing what needed to be done, um, and not allowing anything to be changed until that was put right. Um, they downgraded, they turned our fine hospital in Nina, the emergency service side of it, into mm. a total wreckage. And uh, they left us in the Midwest, in, in Ennis and in uh, Nina, with pure carnage. They left us in a dangerous situation for years and years now. We have great hospitals in both towns, and they have gutted that. Yes. And, and, you know, and it, Tanya, that, with, that cha- with that chaos, Tanya, over Christmas, for example, then we heard that Ennis was going to be used and possibly Nina was going to be used uh, again. So is that not an indication in itself that this is part of the answer? Um, yeah, totally this is part of the answer. But you have to look at this as well, friend. Like, today, there's 60 people on trolleys in UHL. There's seven people on trolleys in Ennis. And there's 10 people on trolleys in Nina. Now, in Nina, we, we were told they were closing uh, like all-day surgeries, elective surgeries were cancelled. The day wards were being opened yeah. for surge for surge beds. Yes, there's 10 people on trolleys. And we have reports that there was no extra staff brought in. So I don't understand how that works. So we're just literally moving people from trolleys in UHL to moving them to Ennis and Nina. And that has to stop because it's dangerous. It's it, it, like with fire, accidents, trauma, trauma, it's dangerous. This is These are dangerous numbers. One person on a trolley is, is overcrowding. So it, it has, something has to change. Bring back Ennis, bring back Nina, reopen them both and St. John's and reinvest in the hospitals. We have already fine hospitals with fantastic staff, consultants. Re-upgrade, upgrade them, reopen them. That's what the people of the Midwest want. That's what we want. That's why we're protesting um, on Saturday in Limerick. Yeah, but it strikes me, Connor, that not only are they not admitting this and getting on with this, but they're replicating that mm. model in another part of the country, which mm. is incredible. They are. Uh, it is unfathomable what they're doing up in Meath. It is just, it beggars belief that they're setting about to make the, 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 the identical mistakes all over again. I mean, what the people in that part of the country have ahead of them in terms of emergency health care, if they don't put a stop to that or if they don't call a halt to it, is crazy. Now, Tanya was talking about today's... Um, so th- this is about learning. Sure, surely we should learn. I mean, mm. one of Hall Martin and, and, and all of our politicians, no, all parties, I shouldn't single him out, uh, all our politicians say, oh, this has been a learning experience. Mm. If something goes wrong, we'll, we'll, lessons will be learned from this. Where are the lessons being learned? That's I don't a great, know. You know. Now, I don't know. Tanya was referring to the, 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 the trolley numbers today mm. in, um, 
across the Midwest. And that's true. They're down. They're way down from the, the, the post-New Year um, mm. meltdown. But why are they down, Fran? They're down because things like elective surgeries are cancelled all over the place. Um, so what you're doing is you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yes, those and, and consultants and staff agreed to work extra time in the agreed last few to work weeks extra as well. Time. Yeah. But those problems of cancelling other stuff, operations, small procedures, big procedures that have been deemed necessary by a, a doctor, a medical consultant, um, that have been whether it's someone's tonsils or their gallbladder or whatever it is, they've all been postponed. So that's stacking up another pile of you-know-what um, that's going to create a further logjam down the system in the spring. It's it's moving the debt chairs in the Titanic. And Tanya, just for clarity for those listening to us, what are you looking for on Saturday? When when, when the speakers get up there, what are you looking for specifically? Oh, do we have Tanya? We do. Tanya, what are you looking for specifically? So what what the Midwest campaign, um, hospital campaign is looking for is we are looking for the upgrading the reopening of Nina A&E, NS A&E, St. John's a it has it has to be done. The money is there. The money can be found. Right, but can what I about understand? staffing those A&Es, uh, Tanya? What do you mean, what about staffing? What, what about staffing them? What, what about getting... Oh, listen, the... of course. I mean, all that has to be done. I mean, it's not just the case of, of what they're doing now. It's just opening it up and trolleys coming in. Of course, there's a whole... Uh, everything needs to be upgraded mm. and logistics and all that has to be done. Consulting has to be done, but they have to, as I said this to you before, Fran, mm. offer them a fair wage, offer them a decent. We see now the um, the HSC are warning their staff not to go and talk to social media about uh, alleged bullying that's going on in the HSE. The staff are afraid to speak out. Now, luckily, the patients aren't afraid to speak out. It's the patients that are the yeah. ones that are coming with the, with the horror stories. Yes, and Fran, if I can just. I just I got a phone call last night and I hadn't had a chance to say this to Connor or anyone. I got a phone call from a lady last night and she was brought into UHL on Monday the 2nd of January at 11 o'clock. Now she was still on a trolley on Wednesday at 3 o'clock. She's been a diabetic for 51 years. She said she, she was so tra- I could hear it in her voice how traumatised she was still from this. She got sent back to Nina luckily. She said VIP treatment in Nina but she said in Limerick, at one stage, the nurses, the trolleys on either side, and the nurse went hands up to get people to put up their hands so they could pass with the blood pressure monitors. Now, that's how bad it was on that week. Now, this ha- is going on since 2009. It's been on the news. RTE went undercover 2016, 2017, and now 2023. And it's still going on. It's still going on. All oh, right, I'm, I'm just about out of time, Connor. You want people then to gather on Saturday in, in Limerick. What time, Connor? So the protest leaves uh, City Hall at Merchants Quay at 11 a.m., um, so get there before that. There, we were calling for a big contingent from Nina and North Tipperary. Remember all those hundreds of people who marched for swimming pool access in Temple Moor yeah. uh, in November? Um, and we're, we, you know that that was highly important. That's a life or death issue as well in terms of training mm. children up for swimming. So we need you to to replicate that and more. This is not about me or Tanya 
or any local political animosities or loyalties that people might have. It's not about us. You, you, can, you don't have to like us. You just have to remember what this is all about. This is about protesting for you, for your children, your grandchildren, your elders, your older self. If you have had someone who has suffered on a UHL trolley, like I have, like many people have, then uh, it's time to come off social media. I say this all the time. Come off social yeah. media. They can't hear you. Come off social media and get out on the streets and make your voice heard. And by the way, Limerick and Clare will have a very good showing at this protest, Fran. They did the last time. We need Tipperary to step up, North Tipperary. Right. So please, please, well, come so out on Saturday. Fran, listen, we'll yes, be just there. really quickly, we'll Tony. Yeah. Very quickly, we'll, we'll, we'll be there with our banner. If anyone doesn't know what we look like, the Nina needs to say need. We'll have our banner. Fall in behind us, walk with us and support your local hospital and, right. and let's get this moving. All right, well done to you both and thank you. Dr. Conor Reedy there and Tanya uh, DeVita is speaking to us about that campaign on this coming Saturday. Um, news is coming up. Tip today with Fran Curry With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.